morning, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Joe. Thank you for joining me for our Wednesday Bible study. It's a beautiful day here in Southern California. I hope it's beautiful where you are. Today's message is about marriage. And so I'm going to look at some scripture for some guidance and direction through the Holy Spirit to improve your marriage, keep your marriage together. Brothers and sisters, you know, I, I was reading a stat yesterday that since we've been in this COVID-19, this pandemic, that in the summer, the divorce rate was up 34% higher than it was the previous summer. That's terrible. And, uh, you know, they equate it because there's two major reasons why people get a divorce, all right? Percentage-wise is, one is economics. They can't support themselves. They lose their house. They lose their job. And the other is infidelity, where there's adultery in the marriage. And so it's important, uh, as you can see, many people have lost their jobs, their businesses, because of uh, uh, the quarantine that's going on. And, and it's impacted the marriage, which is terrible. And so we're going to look at some help through the Holy Word to keep our marriages together because God says in Malachi, he hates divorce. Amen? Amen. So the first scripture we're going to read today is in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. Do not be unevenly yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? And what communion has light with darkness? So, brothers and sisters, if you're not married, this passage is telling you that God wants a united Christian marriage. Okay? You want to look for someone who is also a Christian. You both have the same beliefs. And God is in the center of your marriage. Indestructible. If you both are Christians and you have Jesus in the middle of your marriage. Okay? Doesn't mean you're not going to argue. Doesn't mean you're not going to have to struggle and make things work. But it's going to work. It's going to be solid, and it's going to be blessed by our Lord and Savior. And many of you are already married. Maybe one of you is a Christian, and the other one isn't, right? So we'll look at Scripture in regards to that as well. So turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 7. We'll start reading at verse 10. Now to the married I command, yet not I but the Lord. A wife is not to depart from her husband. But even if she does depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled with her husband. And a husband is not to divorce his wife. Reading from verse 12. 
But to the rest I, not the Lord, say, If any brother has a wife who does not believe, and she is willing to live with him, let him not divorce her. And a woman who has a husband who does not believe, if he is willing to live with her, let them not divorce. For the unbelieving husband is sanctified by the wife, and the unbelieving wife is sanctified by the husband. Otherwise, your children would be unclean. But now they are holy. But if the unbelieving departs, let him depart. A brother or a sister is not under bondage in such cases. But God has called us to peace. For how do you know, O wife, whether you will save your husband? Or how do you know, O husband, whether you will save your wife? So what the Lord is saying through the Holy Spirit written here, the Word of God, if you find yourself married to someone who doesn't have the Holy Spirit, but you do, He doesn't want you to depart and get a divorce. Because you letting your light shine by walking with Jesus, and being an obedient, loving Christian, you may bring your spouse to the Lord. That's powerful. And he says that the, the marriage is blessed, okay? It's like Jacob in the Old Testament. He worked for his father-in-law, I think, maybe 15 years. And his father-in-law was blessed, blessed financially. And when Jacob wants to depart and go back to his land, his father-in-law doesn't want him to go. He tells him, I know that I have been blessed because you're here, because you're a servant of God. Well, it's no different, brothers and sisters. So if you're the unbelieving person, married to the believing person, and your household has been blessed, it's wise for you to stay with your believing partner. Because you're going to be on your own if you leave. But if you, if, if, if you're the believing one, he wants you to stay with the unbelieving one. Bring that person to Christ. Right? It's a struggle. Marriage is a struggle. It is. But think of having a marriage without Jesus in the center. Brothers and sisters, it's important that you, you pray to God with your partner, whether the partner is a believer or not. Now, the partner may refuse. You have no, you can't do anything about that. But try to get your spouse to pray with you. This is in Matthew chapter 18, verse 19 and 20. Again, I say to you, and this is Jesus talking. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together, I am there in the midst of them. 
that and then it's obviously stronger when both of you pray because he says you're going to get it as long as you don't pray amiss you're not praying for an airplane right you're praying for something you need and you're going to get it but one of those two has to have the Holy Spirit right because you're praying in Jesus name so it's important brothers and sisters uh, you know pick a time of day maybe before you go to bed get on your knees with your spouse and pray together in Jesus name thank them for blessing you with a family if you have children thank them and include your children in the prayer you want your children to be blessed and he wants to bless your children your family you understand so pray pray for blessings uh, for your family and your marriage all right you know many times in relationships women tend to bottle things up they they don't sit down and, and, and talk about the problems, but you know, sometimes the man, the husband, doesn't give the woman an opportunity to sit down. You understand? And tell them the problems. You know, many years ago, I had a job where I would serve papers, divorce papers. And so I go to this, uh, this home and the man answers the husband and I hand him the papers and it's divorce papers he was just shocked I said you must have known this is coming he says no I had no idea my wife just left to go to work can you imagine she files divorce papers and he doesn't even know they have a problem in the marriage because why she hasn't sat down and told him. She hasn't said. This is what upsets me. This is, you do this, you do that. Whatever. Do you understand? And this is very common. It's terrible. How can you make your marriage work without communication? You have to have communication. So you husbands have to take some time. Occasionally, have your wife sit down. Say, hey, is something bothering you? Do I do something that upsets you? Please, and let them speak. Do not interrupt them. If you don't let them tell you what's bothering them, can't correct it. Can't mend the marriage. And you as women, if you don't tell your husband what's bothering you, there's no peace in the marriage. There's no peace. And what's going to happen is what happened to that man. And God hates divorce. So you've got to communicate. All right? Now, unfortunately, many times there's adultery in marriage. Remember, that's the, that's the second biggest or maybe probably the biggest reason why people get divorced. Right? Don't ask questions. Don't try to find fault. And you both know what you need to do to be faithful. And if you catch your spouse 
And you've been revealed that they have committed adultery to you. What? Forgive our spouses when they do those horrible things. Those feelings behind you. Don't bring them up anymore. Now the devil wants to kill, steal, and destroy what is God's. And your marriage is God's who are Christians. Don't let the devil in there. Okay? Rebuke the devil in Jesus' name every time a bad thought comes to mind of maybe something that your spouse has done or you think they did. Right? Ask the Lord for help. Remember, pray. Pray together and pray individually. Always keep your mind on the Lord and all will be well with you. Amen? Amen. Pray about everything. Don't just pray about the big things. People don't like to pray. And then when they do pray, it's something real big. And that's okay. But don't forget the little things. And don't forget to praise Him for these little things. When it says, give God all glory, it means you give Him all glory and you take credit for nothing. Nothing. Do you understand? And God will continue to bless you and bless your marriage and bless your family. Amen? Amen.